Okay, welcome wherever you are to today's prayer experience. We're glad that you can join us and be a part of what God is doing through this channel. We do see ourselves as partners together with you in the work of the kingdom, in the art of praying, in the mission to see the kingdom of God come and the will of God established upon planet Earth. And so we are glad that you can be a part of this, whether you're watching this live or recorded. And to everyone, especially outside the United Kingdom, we'd like to welcome you. And we believe, God, that this half an hour will be a good time of prayer and the Lord himself will visit us in amazing ways. Please do connect with us. Leave a comment on the comments page if you want to interact with us feel free to do that. Also, you can leave prayer requests, and if it's very confidential, you can inbox us. Our in-house team will be praying concerning that uh, behind the scene. And so it's such a pleasure to be able to pray with us this wonderful day. Can you imagine October is fast running to an end? But God is still God, and God is still good, and I tell you, whatever God has planned for you this year, irrespective of the pandemic, irrespective of the economic situation, political turmoil that is happening all around our world, I tell you, the will of God and the purposes of God will definitely, definitely come to pass. We begin as usual with thanksgiving, and we're going to be giving thanks to the Lord for his faithfulness. The scripture we're looking at today is in the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every uh, but in every situation by prayer and petition. I like what it says. It says, with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was thrown into the mix. It's almost like you don't have a good balance, except there's thanksgiving in it. And so on prayer experience, it is, our tradition, it's a word tradition, it's a scriptural tradition to begin every prayer with thanksgiving. And so we're going to go to God with thanksgiving. And I want you, wherever you are, to give thanks uh, with me and let us together lift up our voices and appreciate our almighty God, our heavenly Father. Give thanks for your family, for your children, grandchildren people that matter the most in your life, thank the Lord for what he's doing in their lives. Thank the Lord for your local church, your local church leadership, your pastors. Thank the Lord for your nation, leaders in your nation. Those of you in Pakistan, uh, very, very disturbing stories coming out of Pakistan, but we still want to thank the Lord. So find, find something to give thanks to God for, irrespective of the darkness that we see in our world. 
God is still God. In the United Kingdom, in Africa, in America, let us give him thanks. Father, we do thank you. We bless your name. We glorify your name. What a great God that you are. What an amazing Father that you are. We thank you for your provision, for your supplies, for all that you're doing in our lives. We want to thank you for our family members. Thank you for our wife, our husband, uh, our, our sisters, brothers, people in our lives, family members, friends, our local church. Thank you for our pastors and local church leaders. Thank you for political leaders in our nation. We particularly want to say thank you for Boris Johnson. Thank you for uh, your hand upon him. And we thank you that as a nation, we are we might be in a difficult situation with the whole pandemic with the whole uh, brexit thing and all that is going on but we can still lift up our head and say thank you for the united kingdom thank you for france italy belgium philippines uh pakistan nigeria south africa we thank you for all the nations of the world because behind the scene we know your invisible hand is working amazing hallelujah praise god okay i like us to look at the word before we begin to pray and lift up our petitions today we're going to be praying for the church again there was a prayer we started yesterday we'll continue to pray for the church the body of christ across the world and we're going to pray for nations and if time permit we will continue to pray for healing for several individuals in our lives okay let's look at the word what scripture are we looking at acts chapter 4 and verse 12 it says salvation exists in no one else for there's no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved uh, an accurate translation is given to mankind that by which we must be saved it said it says salvation exists in no one else you know you cannot modernize the word of god time cannot erode the word of god god's word is the same uh not, throughout all eternity it said forever O lord your word is settled in the heavens salvation does not exist anywhere else the word salvation also means deliverance it means wholeness it means completeness it does not exist in anyone else salvation, deliverance, wholeness, completeness, peace. It also talk about tranquility. It exists in that word, salvation. Uh, it doesn't exist in anyone else. Does it exist in the government? Does not exist in any principle, in any philosophy. It's not there. You might get temporary relief from everything else, but true salvation and true deliverance comes from only one person, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so today I want us to reflect on that. What a blessing that we know Jesus. What a blessing that I know him. What a blessing that you know him. And the reason prayer experience exists is we're praying that God will touch the lives of people across the globe, that what we know other people can know, that the more 
people in this world that turn their back on the enemy and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and know him, the more salvation is spread across the world, the more peace is spread across the world, the more uh, of, of the tranquility and, and, the, and the, the saving grace of God you and I will enjoy today, the more it's spread across the world so the answer to our world really is more people coming to know jesus whether it's in nigeria south africa or kenya uganda name it the answer to the world's problem is people turning to the lord jesus christ what a privilege and i just want us to pray for ourselves in a moment of reflection and say god thank you for the privilege of knowing jesus and keep me in the consciousness that salvation does not exist anywhere else. I will not take my eyes off him. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the beginner and the perfecter of our faith. You know, Jesus, <laughs> we've got him. We've got him. If you have Jesus, you have everything. Come on, let's pray and reflect on that. Father, we just want to thank you for all of our intercessors who are watching this uh, live or who will be listening on the audio podcast later or maybe watching recorded that father you will resonate this truth within ourselves that salvation does not exist anywhere else the peace the world is looking for is not found in any agenda it's not found in 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 any philosophy it's not found in democracy autocracy it's not found in any political system it's not even found in the judicial system uh, but it's found only in you. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will let us each day, our waking moment, will reflect on these and will be rooted and grounded in the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Like Apostle Paul says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, if need be, that I may conform even to the, his, his death. And, 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 and in, in life and in death, that Christ be magnified even in our mortal bodies. Father, we want to thank you that our lives will revolve around Jesus. Our thought will revolve around Jesus. And Jesus will be the center of everything in our lives, in our thinking, in our in our mentality, in our family, in our ambition, in, in our desires in our future, everything that we see in our mind and in our thought, Jesus will be the center of it all. Amen. I hope you can pray that prayer again and again and again. I tell you, the more you know about the place of Christ Jesus in your life, the more peace you have. You don't even fear the future. There's a lot of negativity in our world today, a lot of negativity. People are anxious about tomorrow. People are afraid of their future. But if you have the Lord Jesus in your life, I tell you, you don't need to be afraid of anything. He is the guarantee of the future. The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. And I want us to pray for the church. We're going into prayer, time of intercession and prayer now. We're going to be praying for the church, the body of Christ across the world. And when I say we pray for the church, we're praying for the church in Philippines, the church in, in Pakistan, the church in India, the church in Bangladesh, 
the body of Christ, the body of believers, people who have professed Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want us to pray for open heavens. And I'm looking at this scripture in Luke chapter 3, verse 21. You remember when Jesus was baptized in water by uh, John the Baptist? And by the way, I need to remind you, we continue tomorrow with our online Bible study. It's gonna to happen tomorrow. 8.30 p.m. Uh, we have it every Wednesday, apart from the Wednesday when the women have their study through the Bible. And last week they had one, so we didn't have the, the online Bible study on Wednesday, but we have it tomorrow. It's every Wednesday, 8.30, and we've been looking at Elijah the Tishpai. It's been explosive and exciting. Now it's not free to air. You have to go to the prayer experience community and that's where you can connect on Facebook to it. If you want to be part of the Zoom, uh, go to the Prayer Experience page or the Daily Talks Media page, and you can find the details for the Zoom. And you can come online for 45 minutes. We're exploring Elijah the Tishba. I don't want to go into that. The reason I remember is because we were talking of John the Baptist baptizing uh, people in the river Jordan. And one of the people that got baptized is Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, look at that scripture again. Look at that scripture. Let's have that scripture again. It says, now it came to pass when all the people were baptized that Jesus also having been baptized and praying, the heavens was open as Jesus was praying. The heavens was, the heaven was open as he was praying. There's nothing that unlocks the heaven like prayer. I remember during the pandemic and the lockdown, everybody was talking about lockdown, 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 lockdown. The Lord inspired this phrase in our hearts that the heaven, the heavens are not in lockdown. Heaven is not in lockdown. The heavens, even the heavens, never been in lockdown where prayer exists, where there are people who know how to pray. The heavens open, the heavens open to pour out salvation, to pour out deliverance, to pour out peace, to pour out grace. I tell you, the heavens are only shut when our mouths are shut, when we don't pray, when we don't intercede, but when we know how to pray, when we know how to get on our knees in prayer, when we know how to stand in the gap on behalf of our nation, on behalf of our land, the heavens remain open. That's the prayer I want us to pray for the church, an awakening to prayer that keeps the heaven open, that in everywhere the church exists, Indonesia, in, in there the, 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 the are, you know, things going on in Indonesia in the news, there are things going on in Pakistan in the news, things going on in Nigeria in the news. I tell you, what is the response of the church? The response of the church should be prayer, because when we pray, the heavens open. And when the heavens open, a solution to every situation is released from heaven. Even with this pandemic, things are the way they are now because we've prayed. It could have been a lost world. 
it could have been a lot worse if there were no prayers, people praying from everywhere, churches praying, believers praying, communities praying, and people standing in the gap. And that's why we saw that the projections that people had about this pandemic wiping out such and such number of people, the reason it hasn't happened is because people stood in the gap. And you know, if we quit praying now, those projections will come to pass. But if we keep standing in the gap and say, no, we speak blessing, we speak healing, we speak deliverance, we speak peace, we speak repentance. He said, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, seek my face, turn away from their evil ways, he says, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their land, their sins, and I will heal their land. That's what God says. I will bring healing to the land if the people seek my face. Come on, wherever you are, let's pray for the church and pray that the wave of prayer will be on the increase. More and more people will sign up to praying in their private lives, in public lives, in the name of Jesus. We want to pray for the church, the heartbeat of prayer, the passion to pray, to seek God, pray for an anointing to pray, a desire to pray, the spirit of grace and supplication. Lord, we want to pray that for the church across the world. We'll pray for the church in Great Britain, the church in United Kingdom, the church in Scotland, Wales, England, Ireland. We'll pray that the church will awaken more than ever before. We see Jesus as he was praying, the heavens were open in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you will, you will fuel our prayer lives, fuel us to prayer in the name of Jesus. Stare us to more and more praying that we will not get to the point where we're like we've prayed enough we've had enough of prayer let's take a break let's rest know that 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 desire in our heart will fan to flame the more in the name of jesus we we, we stir up our hearts more and more and more to seek you to spend more time with you in the name of jesus we'll pray for the church in hong kong the church in China, the church in Japan, the church in South Korea, the church in North Korea, the persecuted church in Iran. We pray in the name of Jesus for the persecuted church in northern Nigeria that, that their faith will not wane, but they will stir themselves up to pray and pray. Let Iran rise up in prayer. Let Nigeria rise up in prayer. Let North Korea rise up in prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to keep praying that prayer for the church all through this week. Open heavens. Open heavens. When we gather together, when we have our meetings, there will not be normal meetings. There will not be ordinary meetings, but there will be an outpouring of, of the Spirit of God and the glory of God upon the church in the mighty name of Jesus. And I tell you, in every nation, God has his remnants. In every nation. God told Elijah, I've got 7,000 people who have not yet bowed their knees to Baal. They are there in hiding and they are standing in the gap. So Elijah, don't think you're the only one. I, I'm not deceiving myself to think I'm the only one praying. No, God has people in the corner. God has people in the hiding. God has people in the closet who are seeking him, who are praying. And we pray in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus, more and more people will join this end time army of intercessors, of prayer warriors in the mighty name of Jesus. Stare them in Middlesbrough, stare them in Leeds, stare them in Manchester, stare them in Oxford, in London, stare them in the name of Jesus. Stare up heart and knees into the place of prayer and intercession. Let the heavens above our cities, towns and communities remain open in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We still continue to pray for the church. I want us to pray. I like this scripture. Psalm 110 in verse 2. If you like, read verse 1 at home when you've got the time. Uh, but in verse 2, it said, The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion. Rule over your surrounding enemies. The church of Jesus Christ is represented by Zion in this scripture. Zion speaks about the church, the church of the firstborn. It's talking about the, the army of believers. He says, God will extend your mighty scepter from Zion, from the church in these end times. David was prophetically speaking as he looked at us, that, if you look at that scripture, it said, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord will send the rod of your strength out of Zion. The rod of your strength out of Zion. This translation says, your mighty scepter from Zion. Rule over your surrounding enemies. The enemies might surround us. That's not the problem. The problem is we need to become awakened to our authority and our rulership and our dominion over sickness, over disease, over the powers of the enemy, over witchcraft, see, over satanic activities, over darkness in our land, in our community. We are supposed to rule. I want you to pray and say, Lord, awaken your church. Give us that awareness, awareness of the authority and the power and the dominion that you've given us that Jesus is sitting down at the right hand of the Father right now. He's not going anywhere. He's sitting down until all his enemies become his footstool. He's coming back for a glorious church. He's coming back for a powerful church. He's not coming back for a church that is hiding. He's not coming back for a church that can't speak. He's not coming back for a church that is going to government, capping hands and begging. No, he's coming back for a church that is in authority, that is in charge spiritually. That's what he's coming back for. Sit at my right hand until I make all your enemies your footstool, okay? We are the feet. We are the body of Christ. The feet is attached to the body. The feet of Jesus is attached to the body. If we are the body of Christ, then we make up the feet of Jesus. And we are the ones to rest upon the enemy. <laughs> we sit upon them and we tell uh, uh, the enemy what to do. We take authority in the name of Jesus. Can you pray with me for an awareness? Just pray wherever you are. Pray for an awareness, an awareness, an awareness of our authority. Not just awareness, but that we we'll walk in that authority. We we'll walk in that power. Pray wherever you are. If you can pray in the Spirit, just pray in the Spirit. Pray, pray, and just say, Lord, 
cause us to walk in that awareness. Give us that awareness in our mind, in our spirit, and in our mind. Give us a renewed mind, a renewed mind, a victor's mentality, a conqueror's mentality, an overcoming mentality. Change our mind from all this begging mentality, defeatist mentality, this mentality that we are losing, this mentality that we are under and not above. Renew our mind. Renew our mind. Renew our thinking. Change our thinking. We pray for the church in Canada. We pray for the church in the United States. We pray for the church in Argentina. We pray for the church in Mexico. We pray for the church everywhere in the name of the lord jesus christ that the church will begin to take its place will take our place will speak to principalities and powers will take authority in the name of jesus will speak words into communities will speak words into the society will speak healing will speak deliverance will speak prosperity will speak blessing the bible says by the blessing of the righteous city is exalted we will speak increase and an abundance into our cities in the mighty name of jesus we will fight the cause of the poor and fight the cause of the needy and fight the cause of the widows and the orphans we will rise up and be the strength to the weak in the mighty name of jesus where there's injustice and corruption the church will speak out and be a light in the midst of darkness Help us, oh God. Help us. Help the church everywhere in the world. Help us, oh God. Help us to take our place of authority and rulership in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 You know, I want to say something that may sound very controversial, but I want to say it but anyway, you know, if you as a as a Christian, if you as a child of God, you are celebrating Halloween night, watch it. You're opening the door to the enemy. I don't care what you think about it. If you're celebrating Halloween night as a Christian, this is controversial, but the Lord asked me to say that. Watch it. You're opening the door to the enemy. All things are lawful but not all things are expedient. There are some things as Christians is not expedient for us at all. It's not part of our remit. We, we don't celebrate fear. We don't celebrate anything darkness. We don't celebrate it. We don't say, imagine Apostle Paul celebrating Halloween. Imagine Peter, imagine Jesus Christ dressed in a Halloween gown. Imagine, can you imagine Jesus so why do we think that we can do a little bit of Christianity and do a little bit of that and do a little bit of this and walk in power and authority? No, you won't enjoy that because you are eroding. You can't mix faith and fear at the same time. They say, well, it's just a joke. Children are just having fun. They're just celebrating and, and sharing chocolates and things like that. The enemy appears as an angel of light. He doesn't come the way you think he's going to come. He comes subtle. Why is it that a lot of our young people are held captive in depression, are held captive in, in, the, in the works of witchcraft? Why is it that a lot of children now online 
play violent games. Where does that come from? We're opening the doors. We're opening the doors. And we've got to shut that door and say, no, in the name of Jesus Christ. Pray with me wherever you are. Awareness, awareness. Christians everywhere will begin to stand up for truth and righteousness. Stand up for light. Stand up for what is of God. Stand up for the word of God. Stand up for biblical principles. Stand up for biblical principles and say, if it's not in the word of God, we're not practicing it. If it's not in the scriptures, we're not practicing it. It's time for us to believe and not just believe, but act at what we believe and stop compromising here and there and here and there. I want us to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Pray for an awareness. The Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We break the yoke of ignorance. We break the yoke of witchcraft. We break the yoke of darkness. We break the yoke of fear. We break the yoke of timidity in the body of Christ, in our world, in the name of Jesus. We will rise up. We will rise up. We will rise up like a mighty giant across this world. And people will begin to take cognizance of our Lord Jesus Christ, that in him there's no salvation anywhere else except in Christ Jesus. For no other person can save us. No other person can deliver us only Jesus Christ. My time is up. I couldn't get into most of my prayer, but I'm glad I just followed the way the Lord wanted me to pray this afternoon. And I want us to be challenged as Christians. We don't need things that will pet us and tell us, oh, how nice we're doing when we're not really doing nice. Sometimes you need somebody to just waking you up and say, it's time to pray. It's time to fast. It's time to read your Bible. It's time to seek God. It's time to do the will of God. You need somebody to challenge you. If we don't do that, if we don't, if we don't wake up, if we don't hear the clarion call, if we don't hear the sound of the trumpet that is blowing in the spirit as I speak all across America, all across Europe, all across Africa, all across Asia, those who have ears, let them hear what the Lord is saying to the church. Thank you very much. I'm back tomorrow at 2 p.m. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. I am.